Hey, 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 welcome to the A Wife Like Me podcast. My name is Amanda Davison. I am the founder of A Wife Like Me. I'm so glad you're here. Listen, we are here for you, wife. Like, what is happening in your world? What is happening in your family, in your marriage? I don't know, but I wanna know. We're here for you and we want you to know that. And so just thank you for tuning in. Thanks for spending time with us, part of your day with us. We we love it. Listen, I'm really excited. I'm just, I'm, a, I'm real excited right now because this episode, we are gonna break this up into two because I love it that much, but really you loved it that much. This interview is with the one and only Chad Davison, my very good looking husband. And it was so fun, mostly because he does not like this stuff at all. I mean, being in front of a camera, he did not like it, but he did it because he loves you. And well, probably because he loves me and he knows I love you, but whatever, it's fine. He's so wise and I I just love what he shared. It's kind of hard. It's really hard actually, but it's so good. It's, it, I cried at one point. I don't know. It's just, it's just good. And I guess one thing I want you to lean into in this episode is just hearing his honesty. I just love how raw he is and it's really refreshing and I hope it's hard for us too. It should be challenging for us because it's just like insight to a man's brain and I I really, um, I just even enjoyed listening to it again. So uh, here is part of the episode, the interview with my super hot farming husband. Chad, welcome. And uh, you guys, this is a big deal because he doesn't like this. Do you like this? I'm out of my comfort zone. Yes, he is. Um, So it means a lot to all of us that you are here with us. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) (laughs) So we, before we got married, we were dating for like four years, five years-ish, five years maybe. And so we get married. Why don't you tell everyone what it felt like being married to me? back then like the tough times yeah yeah I think I don't remember when it really started but I guess jumping right into the tougher times um for me it's just tough to please Amanda my nickname for her was Demanda mm-hmm. um, Demanda meaning demanding she's demanding was demanding yeah um so for me like um as a husband and father I th- I figure I thought my role was to just like provide financially for the family. And um, obviously I learned more. It's more than just that. So um, I expanded to contributing around the house, not just helping, but contributing around uh, like laundry and doing dishes and helping out with the kids and waking up in the middle of the night. I was also trying to stay fit to impress my lovely bride over here <laughs> as daily writing poetry to her. Oh, whatever. So I was just doing everything and it just didn't seem like, <laughs> so I was, I was doing all that and, and comparing it to like other, like other couples. spouses, other couples. And I'm like, man, I feel like I'm doing quite a bit here relative to some other people I know. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't enough and just constantly like focusing on not the good things that I did, but the stuff that I didn't do. So I don't know, after a while I just got defeating, like, it's like, oh, what am I doing this for? I'm not seeing any progress and it's just never good enough. So I just kind of made the situation worse. Like, you know, at work, I, I didn't I wasn't super excited to come home anymore because it just felt like she's going to unload on me with um, whatever she's frustrated with. And that just made it worse. 
So yeah, it's just it's just tough. It felt like an uphill battle, and yeah, it's just really defeating for me. Mm. Just didn't feel like it was a good. She was a good partner at that point in time. Just just felt like we weren't on the same weren't on the same team. Just kind of like cutting me down instead of building me up. So just wasn't a good environment to to be in for me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's really good and hard, like, to hear him say that, you know? Um, like, I, it makes me want to cry because I remember that, you know? I remember, um, I remember feeling that and if this resonates with anyone like, Oh, yep, that's me. Or I'm struggling with these things. You're not alone, but it hurts my heart because I feel like it was just yesterday. And I felt so many, I feel like I spent so many of our years together in that place where like nothing was good enough, you know, like, and I didn't know, you know, every frustration I had was on him. And I didn't really understand. And he's not perfect. He wasn't perfect. But I didn't understand that. Close. <laughs> really close. Really close. Um, but I, I didn't, uh, I didn't know then what I know now. And so, you know, I think that I think when we're married and we don't know certain things, which is what what we're trying to share here at a wife like me every day. But when we don't know those things. Um, this is where the yuck comes out. And uh, it's just so hard, especially like Chad and I grew up in different homes. Like, duh, right? That would be probably. <laughs> You'd probably be my sister, I guess, if you grew up in the same house. Um, so, but they're very different. And for me, I felt like I didn't know it at the time. Actually, I thought I had taken care of a lot of my yuck, but um, I didn't. I, I grew up, my parents divorced when I was five. I, I really didn't know how insecure I was within relationships. I myself felt very independent. Wouldn't you say I think that was part of uh, our difficulty stemmed in like my, I have a, I have a, um, I like to say I show all the colors, right, babe? Like yep. I'm a colorful person. And so um, not all of them are good colors, okay? But like I'm not... Like I know what I want and I know what I don't want and I can communicate that and um, I just don't want to be taken advantage of in any way. And like I'm, I think that was like one of our first conversations or something like when we ever met was pretty much me laying down the law. Like, listen, if you're going to date me, like you're going to be a good this and that because I don't have time for like anything otherwise. So going into marriage, I had this history of like, you better not disappoint me and you better meet my standards because I've been hurt so much in my life that I don't, I will not allow you to do that to me. And so anything under like this standard that I had that wasn't even like maybe from the world, possibly like from watching, you know, just not knowing not ever having a firm foundation of who I was in Christ. Yes. All of that combined, but also just, um, I was really afraid that, you know, he was going to hurt me. And so anything that was just underneath this um, standard I had was just like, not okay. And he knew that. And it was just really problemsome, obviously. So like, as you can imagine, our marriage was hard. I mean, and plus he, he had, he was working and, um, and he didn't know what to do. And oftentimes I think, don't you think husbands in this situation, like you and I were in, 
you don't know what to do, right? Like, because you had continued to try, right? And try and try. Lots of poetry. Oh my gosh, you guys, he does not write poetry. Um, <laughs> they don't need to know that. <laughs> so funny. Um, okay, but then you talked about this. You said, and we have not talked. We have not talked about what we're going to talk about. So this is going to be kind of fun. You talked about us like feeling like we weren't on the same team, and I think that that's a, a really common struggle, and with marriages, and because we've been there. And so, how when you think back on that season or seasons maybe where we have felt like we're more against each other than for each other what do you think has like contributed to that with kids or before kids anything um i think as for me a lot of it was just like how you talk to me it's probably um i think the respect factor was lacking there for me so i felt like you're talking down to me or felt like you're being my mother sort of sort of speak I guess um and respect to me is very important it's like a given and relationships that I have like friendships or um work relationships or whatever that's just a given and I just didn't feel like I was getting that and so my response was well if you're gonna be disrespectful for me I'm gonna not love you and it kind of goes into a negative um cycle so like team teammates or team members work together and we weren't we're just kind of like trying to hurt each other in a sense. So, yeah, I think there are so many different things that, you know, we've experienced just like you said about communication. If, if he feels disrespected, which he absolutely did and big time. And there are obviously moments where we obviously are not doing this exactly how we wish we were doing it. And so when in those times where he feels disrespected by me, it puts a, it's, it's a divider and the enemy wants to do anything to divide and bring division between our, our marriages because he knows it'll bring division in a home. And that's his goal. He, he's, he's roaring around and he wants to destroy our homes and our families. And so that division can, it's not a, it doesn't always have to be a big thing that happens. It can be these small little the tone or the look or the snap comment or whatever it is, but that disrespect and that communication is huge. You brought up parenting or asked about like, is this before kids or after or whatever? And I think like for us, parenting has been a huge um, learning experience because (laughs) I mean, parenting, wouldn't you say has definitely brought many opportunities for us to be on a different team? Yeah. Okay. How so do you think? Like when uh, discipline is one way or when the children come and ask if they can have something or do something, uh, kids are very smart. They know who typically says yes and gives in to them and (laughs) and who's a little more firm. And so if you're not on the same page, the children have, they, there might be the, the possibility that they exploit that. And again, that causes further division. If if I say one thing, then you say the other, and there isn't any communication. There's a lack of communication there. Um, it feels there can be I don't know, like a feeling of being undermined mm-hmm. in both ways, right? Because both of you feel like you did the right thing or you're doing parenting right. So then, how have we learned to tackle that together and be on the same team? I feel like we just make a concerted effort to communicate better. Like if the children ask me something, I'll ask if they've talked with you or I'll come talk with you and 
just make sure we're on the same page. It's really important to come out on a, as a united front with the children so there isn't that opportunity to divide us. Mm -hmm. So they're getting a common message from us or a united message from us. Yeah, oftentimes when they come to me, you know, whatever it is, can I have a dilly bar? Which, truth, we had dilly bars tonight. If you didn't, I'm so sad for you. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, but if they're like, hey, mom, can we have a dilly bar? I'd say, well, did you already ask your dad? Yeah, well, what did he say? He said I couldn't. Well, then you can't. Even if I want to say, yeah, have a dilly bar. I mean, if he said no, then I'm going to go with that. Even if I don't agree with it in the moment, I'm going to say, okay. Um, and then we can talk about that later. But that, I mean, this has taken years. I'd say too, something that has helped at least um, me. And I think, I, I don't want to speak for you. So I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this. But the whole idea of us being so different. Let's talk about that. We're so different. And you know, what you first find so attractive about someone you, when you marry them or before you marry them is what's so different about them. Like they're so cool. What was so attracted me to Chad besides his amazing good looks is, uh, don't, don't zoom in. <laughs> here, let's just get a little closer. Um, besides that is that he's so different than me. He's stable. He's smart. He's grounded. He's thoughtful. He's intentional. He's purposeful. He's like, keep going. <laughs> so good at things that I'm not good at. I'm like, ah! and like, I just want to have fun. I'm not worried about like the details or whatever. And that is super cool at first, right? And then you get married and you're like, wow, wow. Like you're not like me. And I think I'm pretty cool. And so <laughs> and he thinks he's pretty cool and I'm not like him. But that can so drive a wedge. In fact, this is something that I, I get comments on here at A Wife Like Me very frequently is just that we're, there's this underlying frustration that they're just not how we are and that's hard. And they, they're not changing. And, you know, that's difficult. So how would you say in the past this worked against us? And how do you feel like if you feel like that has changed now that we maybe more so celebrate each other versus like criticize and find those to be flaws in each other? I think one thing that I did, I'd always do things like what would, what would make me happier? What would I like if Amanda did for me? So I, I'd always be doing things like, oh man, she's gonna really like this because I know I would like, I'd appreciate it if, if I did this. So I was just thinking like what I would want and, but she's so very different. I, I failed to take that in and kind of like, what, what does Amanda want or what would she need? I was just thinking like, what would I want? But you know, like she said, we're very different. And so I had to come to an understanding on that because mm -hmm. I, I just couldn't understand like, wow, if she did this for me, I'd be, I'd be so pumped and so grateful. And then when I do it for her and there wasn't really much of a response, it's just kind of shocked. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't really understand her as doing what I thought would be, what would make me happy. Yeah. And I think for me, I have in the past really gotten frustrated with how he's different instead of now I'm thankful for that. But it took this perspective shift you know, within me to recognize that like God gave me him 
to complement the weaknesses that I have and the areas in which I need growth in. And I can't, I, he is so good at things that I'm not good at. And that's a, that's a good thing. But it's really, um, again, it just is like this shift, this really big, important shift that we can have um, to celebrate each other. And I found that we now um, are more likely to like celebrate something that um, comes up where we're super different or the, our children will have homework and they'll try to come to me, but he's gone in the fields. He's working, man. He's working his tail off, but I, they need my help. And I literally, like I legit don't know how to do it. Maybe in the past he'd get frustrated, but like he knows now she really doesn't know first grade math. Like that's for real. <laughs> so like, instead of getting frustrated, he's just, he just knows he needs to help <laughs> with that. But like that could very easily, these, these differences so easily have the potential to divide us when that's exactly what the enemy wants. Yep. I really could not love this any more than I do. Uh, I'm so appreciative to my husband for sharing. Next episode, next week, we're going to dive into more of this conversation that we had with Chad. But I think what I'm mostly uh, convicted of during this episode today is of my own selfishness. Yes, we're all selfish, my husband included. But even just listening to him recognize that he was doing for me what he would like for him, like he was helping, loving me how he would want to be loved and helped. And even just as he said that, I'm like, that's just, yeah, like that's, that's our natural tendency to do for others what we would want done for us. Because that's what we want in return. And that's that's what we hope for. And also then with that comes the very common lack of understanding on my end and on all, all of our ends probably of, oh yeah, that's why he doesn't love me like that or show me love like that because that's not how he would want it done for him. That's not what's natural for him. And so there's just so much grace in marriage and there's a, a need, a, a big need for grace and marriage. And uh, one thing I know is what my husband and I lived for so long was that there wasn't that grace. And there was this really unrealistic high expectation for my husband to be what I wanted him to be. And I, I wasn't celebrating who God made him and definitely was not interested in what I could do for him and how I was loving him. It wasn't until that change that really our marriage <laughs> began to change. So uh, if that's you today, I just, I, I thank you that you're here. I thank you that you're listening. And and I just pray over you. May we be wives who boldly surrender our faults, who boldly, quickly surrender our sin and ask for God to wash us clean, to align us with who he is, who he says we are, and what his word says. May we be those wives who really change the story in our families and in our communities of what marriage can be. So thank you so much for listening. If this was encouraging at all, will you please share it with a friend? Leave a rating, a review, because that's how other wives find us. And we're just small and we need your help to get to more women. So please do that. That would be so helpful. And thank you for being here. We will be back next week with another episode with my hubs. Thanks for listening, friend.